from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I'm here. Dennis is there. Florida State is mad. Let's just take roll. Yep. ACC should be furious. Everyone involved in the Atlantic Coast Conference should be furious. Everybody involved in the future of the Atlantic Coast Conference should be furious. Florida State should be in the college football playoff. I don't have to make it more specific than that. Right? We we could and we likely will, but but it doesn't have to be more complicated than they should be in. And I'll actually raise my hand on this one. This one's kind of our fault. I started a campaign a few weeks ago. I said it is shaping up for Florida State to get pushed out of the college football playoff if a few certain things break our way or break the other way, I should say. And and I said, we need to get ahead of it. We need to campaign. We need everybody to know we didn't do enough, obviously. We could see it coming. It was, it was we weren't run over by a, a race car. We were run over by a steamroller, right? It was slow and predictable. We saw it coming. You knew they weren't going to keep the SEC out. You knew they should keep the SEC out, and you knew they wouldn't keep the SEC out. And I, and I stand on that. EJ Manuel played for Florida State. Now he works for ACC Network. He thinks it's a travesty. This is completely wrong. This is a crime, or not, not necessarily a crime, but a travesty truly to the players of this Florida State team who were able to show resilience, were able to show endurance, were able to show that they can win in multiple ways. And, guys, isn't that what football is about? When did football become the, the game of quarterback? It's the game of football. And ultimately, if you have a team that can win a game without their star player and you still finish undefeated, you beat your rival on the road right here with Tate Rodemaker, you have an ACC championship game with your third-string quarterback, and you still beat them, you also put up more offensive yards than the Michigan team against Iowa in their conference championship, but they're a Power 5 conference champion, and they're now in the college football playoff as the number one team, and Florida State is left out at number five. I understand <laughs> Alabama beats Georgia. Texas also beat Alabama, but ultimately this is a travesty to this Florida State football team. I feel bad for the players. It's funny, okay? Well, let, me, let me just break it down the, the most simple way I can. Everybody wants to talk good wins. Who has the better wins? Who has the bigger wins? Who has the better wins? Well, guess what we've talked about every other year? We've talked about good wins and we've talked about bad losses. No one wants to bring up bad losses when arguing for why Florida State should not be in. Do you know why? Because they don't have any. No one wants to talk about bad losses or better losses because Florida State has the best loss. No loss. In the interest of hearing both sides, here's Shill for the SEC, Paul Feinbaum. They did get it right, Greeny. And can we all just stop with the fake outrage from the Florida State AD and the president? I get the coach. I get the players. But the rest of the people just need to shut up already. This is college football. It is not a perfect system. We have controversy every year. It, it helps fuels in what makes the sport great. And for the coach to say it's a sad day in college football. I, see, I saw people celebrating all over the place. I think we have an amazing game. Michigan and Alabama, uh, please, Michigan, Michigan was upset. They have to play Alabama. And, and let's not forget, and Heather alluded to it, Greeny, why is Alabama in this game? 
They beat Georgia. Remember Georgia? They were the number one team in the country all year. They were the uh, two-time defending champions going for a three-peat. That impressed the committee. And then the committee sat there and watched that travesty from the ACC championship game. Not a travesty from the standpoint that Florida State doesn't have an elite defense. They, they are. They're fantastic. But they had no offense, and they simply did not want to see another TCU disaster in one of the games coming up here at the end of the month. All right, Paul. Got a few things for you, okay? First of all, if we're picking just games that are entertaining, I need Ohio State and Georgia in the mix. Like, let's be real, right? Yeah. If we're just, if we're just picking off of entertaining games, we, we need to just look at entertaining. But you're only doing that, I guess, between Alabama and Florida State, which doesn't seem to make any sense. Also, if we're talking entertaining, Michigan, not entertaining. Not entertaining at all. Far from it. Actually, kind of boring. You may say, oh, wait a second. Hold on one second. Did you hear about the quarterbacks for Florida State? Well, how about this? Did you hear about J.J. McCarthy the last three weeks, the quarterback of Michigan? 141 yards passing, 147 yards passing, 148 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. That's over the last Three games. Oh, that's the quarterback that's playing so well. We need to get him in there. That's sexy. That's Tate Rotemacher. Numbers right there. Oh, wait, that's the guy who's not good enough to get Florida State in. And, 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 and listen, I keep saying I don't want to make it complicated, but it's impossible not to counter every argument with a more logical argument. They played a Power 5 conference schedule. Florida State did. They scheduled two SEC non-conference games, including one with the likely Heisman Trophy winner, Jaden Daniels. They won every game, including their conference championship. There is no bit of logic that holds up that puts them in the fifth spot in the country. And those two games, neutral side against LSU and at Florida. What else you want them to do? There's no bit of logic that ends up with Florida State in fifth, Unless you're saying we're judging them with their backup quarterback as significantly worse, in which case they're not fifth. They're 15th. Right? There's no way they're better than Georgia with their backup quarterback, but they're worse than Alabama. There's just there's not that big gap there. If you are picking the team that is best right now, and would be favored by Vegas, which is the dumbest argument ever. But if that's what you were going by, then you have Ohio State and Georgia probably in the top four. If you are picking the top teams based on results, which is the only way to go by it, you have Florida State in the top four. And I'm not like the games have to matter, yes, but also like the resumes have to matter, yes. Michigan, Michigan, I almost said Michigan State. I was about to mix Florida State and Michigan. Maybe I was going to do that simply because they look so darn similar on paper. Michigan's strength of schedule is not, if it is better, it's not much better than Florida State's. Their uh, eye test, their razzle-dazzle score, their entertainment score, not better than Florida State's. Their most recent victory, not better than Florida State's. The fact of the matter is, last week, Florida State with a backup quarterback coming off the Florida game was better, according to the rankers, than Texas. Okay? We all on board? 
Texas beat a worse team, according to the rankers, than Florida State did. Florida State beat Louisville, who was ranked higher than Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would Texas jump over Florida State? There's not a single bit of logic. There's a lot of people saying, I watch, I know. I'm going, well, you didn't know last week, and you know this week. What changed? Mike Greenberg breaks it down. 13 people making the subjective, not objective decision that they aren't as good anymore left them out of it. You know what happened yesterday? Football became figure skating. Figure skating is something that judges decide because there is no objective way to decide if you or you were the better figure skater. But there is an, an, an objective way to judge football teams based on what they did. It's actually not even that good because Figure skating, there are like point totals assigned, right? If you do this trick and you do it flawlessly, you get this many points. Yeah. It's actually more like, uh, so you think you can dance. Mm-hmm. It's more like American Idol. It's more like. Uh, America's got talent. Yeah, America's got talent. It's, it's more like that. You just got four judges sitting at a, sitting at a desk, varying degrees of fame, deciding based on who knows what. You just got that it factor, golden buzzer. That's what it is. I mean, it, it's that subjective, it's that random, and it's that unfair. Which, by the way, is one of the reasons we come to sports to get away from all of that. Sports is simple. You cross the line, the end line, right, the goal line, more often than your 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 opponent. You kick it through the field goal more often. More often than your opponent, you score more points. You win. In basketball, you put the ball through the hoop more often than your opponent, you win. Mm-hmm. In baseball, you cross the home plate more often than your opponent, you win. You don't need somebody in the stands going, actually, I liked them better. You don't need that. They've turned sports into that for no reason. You're a power five team. You go undefeated. You schedule aggressively in non-conference. You beat all of them. You go to the, the college football playoff. You just do. And the ramifications of you getting your your power trip over your head are going to extend much further than just messing over the players on Florida State this year. The ACC is going to be messed over. It's going to hurt media rights. It's going to hurt uh, financial inequalities. It's, It's going to hurt everything else going on in college sports because you couldn't get out of your own way. I'm talking to the committee specifically. I'm talking to the people that set up the committee. I'm talking to the people that set up a four game playoff, which we all knew was ridiculous. Why in the world would you have a four-game playoff when you have a power five conferences? You're just asking for five undefeated conference champions. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen with five of them, but it might as well have because you kicked one out. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap way. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. 
the Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Uh, let's get to the podium. Uh, up to this point, we've done the podium every Monday since football season started, and it's been a what I call a very reactive, not cumulative ranking of uh, the previous week's uh, performance, and it had been the football programs for the, the four ACC State of North Carolina teams. Well, Wake Forest's football season is over. Thus, the football podium has to be over because it just feels bad to say their season is over. They're off the podium over and over and over again. We'll probably do one after the bowl games, right? Like a full season deal. Yeah, full Absolutely. season. And I just maybe maybe hinted at where Wake Forest will be. <laughs> well. <laughs> but you, you, you're you all smart. You could have figured it out on your own. Yeah. Um, but we will do like an end-of-season football one. Um, but for now, we're switching over to basketball season. Basketball podium season, I should say. So every every Monday, we will look at the previous week's results. Obviously, there will be more in basketball, sometimes playing multiple games, sometimes a win and a loss, which will complicate everything. Um, and I'm sorry to Duke. You're starting basketball season, the first basketball podium. I don't know why I said sorry. You've earned your way yeah. off the podium. You lost to Arkansas. You lost to Georgia Tech. That's not, that's not us. We didn't do it to you. Mm-hmm. You did it to yourselves, or Arkansas and Georgia Tech did it to you. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it earlier. The road might be might be an issue for Duke, right? You get away from the, the crazies, and maybe they're not the same same beast, or away from at least a crazies or a neutral, neutral court. Um, that's something they're going to have to figure out. There's a lot they're going to have to figure out. I don't think they anticipated missing Derek Lively as much as they have. I don't think they've anticipated missing just a true – comfortable playing the role of a big center as much as they have because you know it's it's ironic right when you recruit as well as John Shire does which is otherworldly right he's he's since he took over as the starting or as the the head coach for Duke he's had the number one recruiting class the number two recruiting class these are nation rankings and he's set to have the number one recruiting class next year also but it also means like when there's a roster hole, when there's a gap, something you're missing, it's like, well, it's not because you couldn't go get them. We know you can recruit. It's why didn't you? Were you not expecting to need this? So I think that's more of what it is, right? They didn't realize how much of a necessity it is to have a true center next to Filipowski. Maybe they thought Filipowski could you know, swing down to the five and play that role. Maybe they thought... Ryan Young would do it adequate enough, or Mark Mitchell could play big. But uh, but it seems like they're missing kind of that Derek Lively. I'm going to block shots. I'm going to rim run. I'm going to I'm going to set screens, and I'm going to be that guy. And uh, and without it, they they've lost a couple games that I don't think they should have. So they're off the podium. Bronze medal over the last week goes to NC State. Lost to Ole Miss. They did bounce back to beat BC in overtime. But that Ole Miss game was was a rough one, right? Uh, the the bounce back if you were going to get out of the bronze uh, spot was going to have to be very dramatic to get into the silver or or gold situation. Not a you know get by on the the, the by the whiskers on your chinny chin chin against a, a Boston College team on the road. So so NC State slides into bronze, but again early. Wake Forest silver. All right. It's been a while. I don't 
Wake Forest only got up to silver a couple times all football season. They're starting basketball in silver. Uh, beat Charleston Southern. Beat Florida. That Florida wins. That, that's a good, good non-conference win. You're going to want those non-conference games later in the year when people start talking about resumes. Even if you're a completely different team come February and March, you're going to be pointing to that December game against – or, yeah, I believe it was a December game, right at the beginning of December. Uh, game against against Florida going, ha, and we have an SEC victory. So uh, so give Wake Forest credit, undefeated for the week. Uh, however, the gold, there's nowhere else to go with it. It has to be North Carolina. Yeah. You beat a number 10 team in the country in Tennessee mm-hmm. and did so, you know, I test as the much better team. And at the time, North Carolina was not a top 10 team in the country. I believe there were 17 at the time. Yep. So, so uh, 17 beat 10. Yeah, 17 beat 10 and looked – like it could have been, you know, six versus seventeen reverse, right? North Carolina looked like the significantly better team in that game. We saw their ceiling that first half, that first half, but we also saw the floor parts of that they, second half. Yeah, parts of that second half. You saw like, oh, this team is also capable of playing not very good, and and you don't know if, and this has kind of been the issue with North Carolina. You don't know if it's because they know they can, yeah, or they're like, ah, we'll turn it on. You hope you don't get into that. I know, but it's worse if it's just naturally ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, you, coach can make you run enough to where you you don't you don't uh, fall into that mental trap. I'm not like if it's just you're a naturally streaky team, it becomes more difficult to solve uh, because they beat Florida State later on in the week, and again it was similarly streaky, right? Not as great in the first half, much better in the second half. You know, their streaks have been good enough to get the win for the most part this year. Um, but but you still want a little bit more consistency. I will say this though: both of those wins, home, Chapel Hill. So they'll have to to test themselves as road warriors later on, also. But for now, they're the gold medalist. To the winner goes the spoils, uh, the podium as it stands, the first basketball podium of the year, judging the last week of results. Duke off the podium, NC State bronze, Wake Forest silver, and to the gold, North Carolina. There you go. It's the podium, the drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. If we got it wrong, let us know, at Donnelly Sports on Twitter, if you think we should mix that up, if you think we had the wrong order. Apparently, committees and rankers are often wrong, and people get really upset about it. What? No. Apparently. This committee mostly is uh, me with a a checks and balances of Dennis. Mm -hmm. That's about it. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 